Welcome to Everyday Superhero Into the Podcast, where we speak to ordinary people who do extraordinary things. I'm Kyle. I'm Caroline. Hey. I gotta say, you got a nice place over here. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Now we're in Austin. Yeah, well, you're in Austin. I'm just visiting. I'm in Austin. Yeah. Fun fact, guys, we're, re- we're recording with the exact same setup we had for Jonathan's interview. One microphone and a laptop. Woo! Yeah, it's our we're, mobile station. We're going, we're stripping it down in Austin. <laughs> nah, yeah. How many times can I say Austin? <laughs> Don't rub it in, okay? <laughs> I just like to make my co-host jealous. Yeah, it's a beautiful city. Yeah. Yeah. But moving on to our next episode. Yeah. Uh, our newest episode today is with Megan Richards. Mm-hmm. And she has an adorable Most kid adorable. Yeah. that you're going to hear named Cade. Mm-hmm. But sadly, uh, he has a genetic disorder mm-hmm. called prader willi syndrome. Yeah, and it's you're missing the chromosome 15. No, I'd say defect in chromosome 15. Okay. It's a issue where you're constantly hungry. You can't tell if you're full or not. You could eat forever or like be hungry like whenever you aren't supposed to be hungry. I yeah. can't even imagine. Like, I just scarfed down the chocolate chip muffin. Yeah, and then, like, you know that you're full, though. Yeah, but I know Cade that Cade has full. the issue where his body can't tell him that. But his mom, Megan, is is extremely superhuman in this case. Like, she runs a, a an extension of a nonprofit mm-hmm. down in Homa where they throw a race every every May during a Prader Willi Syndrome Awareness Month. It's a whole entire month. Yeah, yeah. it is. That, that's really great. And she knows other families from all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. And she, she she tries to help they have like everyone an, that she They have like an unofficial support group, too, for families yeah. in the South Louisiana area that have kids with Prader Willi Syndrome. Yeah. It's really awesome. Like, she's... Apparently, she's been working on this, like, trying to get, like, all this community organization going on. Since Cato was born, like, like the moment like he came out of the womb, and then in in that moment too, they knew something was mm-hmm. wrong right then. And since so, then, she's invested so much into his health, and she already has two other kids too. Yeah, right? she does it. She's so, superhuman. So yeah. I mean, we could go on we and on, on. Yeah. about how amazing I mean she is, and Kate is, and how adorable they are. So, without further ado, I say let's go talk to Cade and. Her, his mom. <laughs> his mom. All right, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Everybody. I just, I'm so speechless right now, so I just fumbled over my words. So, you do. For my I, all I know is that you do nonprofit work because your son's condition, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Yeah. What, yes. what exactly is every? He has Prader-Willi syndrome, so it's a genetic disorder. It affects his 15th chromosome, the hypothalamus part of the brain that sends a signal to your stomach that you're full doesn't register. So they're hungry all the time. So so we have strict um, scheduling and mealtimes and diet. That sounds pretty stressful to work with, but... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot, but, I mean, we've managed... You know, and he's only five, so there's still a long yeah. road ahead. But he's doing great. He seems to be pretty, like, no, just like. <laughs> pretty chill. Yeah, pretty yeah. chill. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Seems to be really chill. Yeah, he, for the most part. <laughs> so what do you, like, so you've been doing this for for five years now? Mm-hmm. and Yeah, just um, I work with the foundation for Prader-Willi Research, and we, um, spread awareness and raise funds for research. 
there's a there's a lot of research on it, which is good. You know, mm-hmm. it's not something that isn't. It's rare, but it's focused on strongly by geneticists and scientists because it's so complex. They're oh, just it, all over. Yeah, but it's a genetic disorder. Like my my cousin, she has Down syndrome, mm-hmm. and I just know like that. And I just it's saying that seems to be somewhat stressful to deal with, but like she's adapted really well and stuff like that. Like, yeah. uh, she's like the cute, like she's like the most adorable person ever. So <laughs> that's different for like always being hungry. It's a different kind of condition, but I have family, I have a family member that has their own genetic disorder in that way. And considering they're, he's just really happy, you know, he has a great disposition. <laughs> so you said that was rare. Like how, how um, rare? They say one in 20,000. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's um, there's actually though, there's about five families across Homa, Thibodeau, Raceland area, Luling. I'm really close with a family from Luling, and then there's three or four families in Baton Rouge. So I mean, it's rare, but like <laughs> when when you come across it, you see, you know, mm. I guess my, I'm just more aware of it. Of oh course, yeah, yeah, I have to yeah. Be. yeah. Naturally, you'd be more aware. And now you have a network of people too. Yeah, and then Facebook. I bet that helps tremendously. Like to like. My husband and I go to all the conferences, and we meet so many people. And so, and with Facebook, I mean, we just connect to. Kate actually sees um, a doctor in Florida once a year, and um, she's like the guru of Potter (laughs) Willie syndrome. So uh, we're his. His care is really well managed. What kind of like what what the before we go into like the whole nonprofit stuff to get a better understanding of this, like what's like the like what's the day to day life like for Cade? Um very repetitive. Um he he does the same thing, asks the same questions just about every day because along with the hunger there's several other traits, you know, one being O C D. But um everything revolves around food. When his next snack is, when his next meal is, he wakes up and mm-hmm. I know what he's going to say, you know. So, but he goes to school. He's in kindergarten this year. Yeah. Um, and he likes it. It's a little tough. The work's a little hard. Right, Kate? Well, school's never easy. <laughs> it's never easy. <laughs> <laughs> you got your old friends again? Yeah, because he did pre-K last year. So. Uh, okay. And he goes to Mulberry. You're gonna be sticking with those friends for the rest of your life. Like one of my, one of my best friends I know since I was in kindergarten. Yeah. You're gonna be sticking with those friends for the rest too. of your life. Yeah. yeah, but I went to a small school <laughs> too. But yeah, yeah, Mulberry's really big, but he's he's fully integrated with the typical peers. He's doing he's doing good. I'm guessing the uh, the teachers are well aware of everything too. Yeah, it's been a learning process for them. <laughs> um, I'm very very diligent about what I, you know, what needs to be done. So, yeah, they've respected everything and keep him on a strict schedule and he can only eat what I send and little things like that. Oh, no school food? No. No. Actually, that's probably healthier. It's probably better to do it that way then. <laughs> yeah. He um, He's on a special diet too, so, yeah. What is that? Like what sort of? It's similar to like a... Um, almost like an Atkins diet. He's in ketosis all the time, so very low carb, low sugar. Mm-hmm. He can have sugar-free stuff. Uh-huh. He's going to be healthy like, when he's all grown up. Yeah, he's going to be he so an healthy. And they don't have to be on those diets. I just There's been studies, and it just shows in the population that they just thrive better, okay. men's, mental clarity and uh, things like that. Have you? Uh, I'm guessing with the, all these meetups you've been doing and with the nonprofit work you've been working with, you met people that have grown up with this. Mm-hmm. I, do, yeah. I bet that's like really reassuring, like it gives you... 
Sometimes. <laughs> some, of them, some do really well, some don't. Yeah. And it's all in, I think, how their, just their lifestyle and how their, their care, you mm-hmm. know, like some of them have no schedule, no routine, no nothing, and they'll literally eat until, you know, mm-hmm. somebody stops them. There's multiple deaths each year, too, because they will eat themselves to death. Wow. wow. Like they're, until their stomach ruptures. There's mm-hmm. no satiety, none. Wow. wow. So that's why we do research, though, because we want our kids to be able to live more independently. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the toughest thing. They can deal with all their other little quirks, but the hunger part is what keeps them from being independent. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're on the foundation. uh, Which foundation is this exactly? It's FPWR, Foundation for Prader-Willi Research. And they're the one, like, are they based out of Homa? Are they based all around the area? No, it's, yeah, they're, um... The headquarters is in California, but I mean, it's an international thing. You know, families come from all over and do these one small Mm -hmm. step events that we've started. Well, they've started. They do research mostly, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. On top of that, do they do like training for parents that need to like... Yeah, they have resources um, for new families and stuff like that. And then the conferences, uh, it's a wealth of information that we get from those. How, How long have you been with them? Um... Well, this is our sixth year that we've um, fundraised for him. And as soon as he was born, I, I started Googling <laughs> to find... So did they, did they see this coming beforehand, like through like blood analysis or something? like With Cade? Yeah, like how did they detect it? Um, it was totally... Uh, had a pretty normal pregnancy, and he went to the NICU for a respiratory distress, and he was there for a month. Oh. And then... <laughs> and then um, Finally, you know, through a blood test is how they detected it, but they had to test specifically for it. Mm-hmm. Terrible in general. They're not very, um, it's not common, so it took a good yeah, while. Yeah, especially in out. a smaller wow. town like this. Like, I bet that was those scary, cases. too, the unknown, you know? Oh, you yeah. didn't know what was going on. Yeah, it was. Um, I was just ready for that diagnosis. I had pretty di- much diagnosed in myself, though, with all the Googling. With <laughs> <laughs> MD and all that Mayo Clinic. When they're an infant like that, it's totally different. Um, like, their failure to thrive, you know, they're not hungry at all, and you have to force feed them. Mm-hmm. And they're very low-tone. Uh, hypotonia, he's still low-tone. Um, floppy. Mm-hmm. Just put all that in a Google search, and, <laughs> and then you got broader Willie's syndrome. Just give the Actually, you have a lot of other things I bet my left arm hurts it's like you have a yeah. heart attack <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like I don't have a heart attack it's pretty much true yeah but well at least it does bring up the concerns and you go forward from that mm-hmm. yeah and what do you, what's your role like within the foundation you mostly fundraising or just fundraising, fundraising? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do like any charity events around Homa well we do um, we do a 5k this is going to be our oh, sixth year I'm, I'm going to join that then yeah a lot of charity it's great um over this is our sixth year so i'm trying to think of roughly i mean we've brought in well over ninety thousand dollars for research yeah where's the one and where is it this year at mulberry park in homa um and it's may 28th this year the morning of may 28th how like how was it like arranging a charity run is it difficult is it easy or it's pretty much easy now. Um, at first, I had a lot of guidance through the foundation. They, you know, provide you with materials and guide you through it. 
But oh, that's not, nice. They do that. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have, like have to like, register like your own. Like we've had to talk to some people that like register as like a five hundred one three C, but I guess yeah, since you already they yeah. already are. It kind of takes a, yeah. it takes the guesswork out of it for me and for all the other hosts around the world that do it because families all over do it. So the, oh, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, and how many people usually come to these things? Um, I think we had about three hundred last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we. I don't know how much bigger we can get in our small town, but <laughs> there, there's a surprising amount like of a lot of runners around here. Yeah, there, there are a is. lot of runners. There really is, and there's five k's every weekend, especially in May. It's like mm-hmm. there's a race every weekend, two and three usually. Is there like an awareness awareness month for it at all? May. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So that's and his birthday's in May. So, I mean, the year he was born, we didn't do anything, of course, but the following year. Um, in May is when I held my first one. He turned one. Oh, wow. You moved fast. So, like within like less than a year, you set this whole thing up. Yeah. That I, is, that's ambitious right there. I like, think it, it just gets you. I mean, you have to do something, you know. What do you want to talk on the podcast <laughs> to? You <laughs> only have three mics, but she could hand you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So he actually, we do, a, um, we do a kids run too. Like the half mile kids run is before the 5K and Kate actually ran it last year. Oh, oh. wow. How did he place? Did he do well? He's, he you thinks won? he won. Oh, okay. <laughs> he thinks he won. Right. So we'll go with that. Half mile. Like I didn't start running until like college. <laughs> it's long too. And he, with his low tone and everything, it's very tough, but he did it. Yep. He ran through the finish line. Congrats! That's that's. I would never be able to do that at your age. <laughs> he got, oh, a, you medal. got a medal. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. And only got a ribbon for my run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Oh, well. So the, so you've been doing this run for what four years now? Then five. Five years. This is our six. Oh, this is your six. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. And uh, I was going to go with this. <laughs> I was going to go with this. Yep. Well, do um, people like reach out to you from different states or yeah. anything on Facebook? Oh, yeah. Or on mm-hmm. in your email? Yeah. Like, what's the <clears throat> furthest state that you've oh, like had contact with? Oh, I don't know. I'm even in. Um, we've we have families in Canada that we talk to too. I oh mean, wow! It's, it's international. Is- yeah, and it's just a bunch of families that all are for the same common. Mm-hmm. You know, what, goal. Like, I guess uh, there's a um, other like other. How do you like promote all this stuff typically too? Um, there. So we do. Uh, we have a website, and then Facebook's a huge, a huge promoter. <laughs> um, we do. Lamar did digital billboards last year, um, and then I have some prints, printouts, and things like that that mm-hmm. I get. The, uh, and Lamar. possibly a video by me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I do. I try to do my own. And yeah, <laughs> she's great at video editing and video production. She's the person you talk to. Yeah, <laughs> mine are not great, but they do get the point across. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. We do like ten second Snapchats of the events. <laughs> I, I don't do Snapchat yet. Um, yeah, I guess like I'm a very. I don't do it. Either. I do it. Apparently, I'm like a rare person down here. Where I come from, everybody's on Snapchat. So Everybody I is, I think. I just haven't done it yet. <laughs> There's just way too much other them. things, like <laughs> yeah. Facebook and yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. I just can't handle another one. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, there's a, social media is great though for things like this. 
I bet. Yeah, social media is a wonder in modern world for getting awareness. Like the ALS, the ALS ice bucket challenge that spread yeah. because yeah. of like that was crazy. Has a has a what's the foundation name? Uh, FPWR. Yeah, have they tried anything anything viral like that? We we have done a lot of things. Not not. I'm trying to think. Um, a lot of it's video promoting too. Yeah. Like each family makes their own video. Um, a group of people did go to the White House a couple years ago because oh, wow. Michelle Obama was um, doing like her health campaign for um, hunger, and um, we have a different target for hunger. So it was a huge thing that got their attention. So that was pretty cool. But no, I can't think off the top of my head. I right guess now. ALS I is like. A rare thing because you don't really need, you don't normally see that for a bunch of nonprofits or some like out of nowhere saying goes viral because of dumping ice water on themselves. I know <laughs> we should have thought. Did of you that. do that? No, no, I don't think we did. Yeah, I didn't do it. I don't like I ice did water. It. it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think we did. Stop. He <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, bored. <laughs> That's a library. Libraries aren't really the most like <laughs> if you're like if you're under the age of like fifteen, libraries are boring. And then like you realize, oh crap, I start studying for college, yeah. so then I start coming here. So you start coming there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. When he's bored, he'll say he's hungry a lot, mm-hmm. which legitimately he is. Which makes sense. It's yeah. <laughs> and I say I I say I'm hungry a lot and I'm bored wow. too. So. I know. <laughs> like, uh, do we have true. any uh, wheat thins I could eat or something? I have um. <laughs> I have an eight-year-old and a two-year-old too. Oh wow, you're busy. He's my middle one, but uh, you know they're they're typical and they ask all the time. So. So you're you're a mother of three. You're working for a nonprofit and you're doing all this awareness stuff. That has to. Like, do you get any sleep at all? I do. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, the the biggest challenge of your day-to-day life with having to deal with being a mother of three and working? For all this, um, I don't know. I just I I juggle it all. I guess it's not really. I I never think of it as challenging. Um, of course, things do get out of hand mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, yeah. but That's, it's just understood. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, things are extra tough, you know, with the other kids and their meal times because they kind of have to. We all eat at the same time, and everything kind of revolves around his schedule mm, so oh uh, yeah i could see the eight-year-old can get pretty angry yeah i could oh. see some uh but, some um, stress or not stress but like it's just a family affair and we all just do it because we have to so mm-hmm. it's really not fair to you know for them to just walk around with food no, all the time like no, they want to <laughs> but it it works for now <laughs> <laughs> can we ask him a couple questions sure if you got some yeah, there are some super serious questions. Really. No, no. Oh, he's like, I'll no. hold it. I'll hold it for you. Yeah. Oh, no. now he's going to get really shy. <laughs> it's all right. I just wanted to that. know what your favorite color was. Do you have a favorite color? What is it? Red. Red. Ah, red. There we go. <laughs> it's a good color, but I prefer blue myself. I like red. <laughs> the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. I'm from St. Louis. The St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. What's your favorite um, subject in school? Like, do you like math or? Math. You like math? Yeah. Do, yeah. You, do you have any dogs? Do you guys have any pets? Yes. What's the dog's name? Mike. Oh, my gosh. That is adorable. <laughs> is it like a big dog or is it really like 
Little dog. Black. Black dog. Mm. A big. A big dog. <laughs> a bulldog. Oh. 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 I love those dogs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. My, my, my favorite kinds are. My favorite kinds are. Oh. <laughs> we'll have to get a second puppy soon, and I guess. So your husband's conspiring to get another dog. <laughs> is that is that everything you got? That's basically That's it. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> so red. American bulldogs are would be his favorite dog. <laughs> yeah, like the, for right. the big red dog, but be an American bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I know that this has to be somewhat like you said that you're on like a rigid routine typically with everything. Like, how do you plan out all the schedule for like all this food? Like, is it memorized, or do you like have to like do like, a checklist? Like, do you have like a system you follow? It's it's pretty much just second nature now. But it is. Um, I used to write down everything and. Um, well, like the apps and stuff, like my fitness pal and all that oh, stuff. Oh, I bet that has to help a lot. I'll record it in there every now and then, but it's pretty much just I know what he can have and yeah. and it's just. Everybody kicked out in a few minutes, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so a, we're on a short time review of this parade tonight. I run a lot. I used to do, I did a lot of charity runs last spring. I. I may have gone to yours. I don't know. Did you? Which one? Where were you? It, it's always been um, at Mulberry Park. Mulberry Park. Uh, then maybe not then. Always in May. Always in May. Yeah, yeah I did yeah. do a couple in May. I know I did the Super Cooper in May. Yeah, I do that yeah. one. I, um, I'm actually training for a half marathon right now. Oh, oh that's so intense. I'll probably never run again after <laughs> Oh, <this>. yeah. <laughs> I've always tried to do that, and I make it to a certain point, and then I stop training. <laughs> <laughs> like, I yeah. never, I need to just... Stay strong. Yeah. Well, see, I kind of have to stick with it because I have um, three other PWS, Prader-Willi Syndrome uh, families coming into New Orleans for the rock and roll. And so Uh, that's, you know, I have to do it because I have a family coming in from New York. Oh. And then my really good friend in Luling's training for the Fool, which my... Well, Dana from New York is doing the Fool. That's great motivation to start running a half. I'm doing the Fool. I'm doing the half. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've never done more than I. I've never even done a full half marathon before in my life, and I run a lot. That's just that's 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 superhuman. You could sit right there. Yeah. Do you uh, run with other people, or I mean, it yeah, was I always can't do it alone. Hard to motivate me to just run. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of different um, running friends that but, will catch up and. I know there's like a lot of running groups around here. Do you uh, go there to promote all of your stuff? Yeah, I have. Um, I haven't ran with them, but I, I have a lot of connections. You know, somebody always knows somebody. And yeah, that's just true. Pass the word around. So. Yeah, especially in a smaller place like this, it's mm-hmm. easy to spread awareness like that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It travels. This is pretty typical, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. When he's out of his comfort zone and he doesn't know what's coming next, then he just likes that reassurance. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I completely understandable, especially a kid at his age still getting to know the world. Mm-hmm. Can't really predict anything. It's not normal to be around microphones like this. <laughs> yeah. This is an everyday occurrence. 
Are you wearing a superhero shirt? I see. Is that? That's Hulk. That's his favorite. Ah, awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're going to turn big and green and <laughs> fight crime. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like the Avengers movies? Has he seen those? He has. Yeah, those are my favorite movies. Him and I could talk about this. <laughs> Hulk fights robots. Evil robots. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> he loves wrestling. He, we went to Monday Night Raw a couple weeks ago. Oh. That's his, his real That's his big thing. obsession right now. <laughs> I went to WrestleMania. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that, that was the first time I was in the Superdome. Was at WrestleMania and not at a football game. But <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't... I just have I just go for them. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> but I think that's awesome though. Like you, you're doing all this nonprofit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> He's so, he just wants to like snuggle. Do you have all boys? My youngest is a girl. Okay, two year old. Uh, okay, you were like finally a girl. <laughs> yeah, but she's really she's rough. <laughs> she's wild. Yeah, my sister. She's 14 years old right now, and. Uh, no. It's a different beast than my brother. I, I'm the oldest of three, and I, me and my brother are just we were kind of typical boys, but my sister is definitely a lot more rougher than we were. Yeah. Yeah. So she's going through high school now. That's yeah. It's funny how they're all so different. <laughs> yeah, I know there is actually a difference. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it like hereditary? It's not. Oh, it's, okay. okay. That's good news. The then. geneticist described it as. Just the luck of the draw. So just it's just wow. bad luck. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. That's uh, like a bad glitch that just happened. A rare, yeah. That's that's unfortunate. No rhyme or reason for it. But at least it's not like hereditary. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's we had genetic counseling before we had our our third, and um, yeah, he's, there's just no, there's no way of um, knowing why or how or anything. Yeah. Oh, what's genetic counseling though? Is that like um, just the geneticist? analyzes my husband and I's um, chromosomes and does blood oh, they, work and stuff. So he predicts like what the next kid's going to be like? Well, just to make sure that um, everything else is good, you know, and that this, there's never been, it's never been duplicated in a family. prader willi syndrome has never been duplicated. Oh. So. That, that's, um, I guess it's an unfortunate thing to have, but like you're doing a great job at it. Is there like any place that people could go to donate to uh like any donation-based charities we, people could go to if they want to donate? Well, we have um, runningforcade.com. Runningforcade.com? And there's all the information on there. Yeah. And uh, you, I guess you could register for the race down here. If, like, if you live in the area, just sign up on there like right now, probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's links on there right now. And uh, for awareness, I guess, they could just follow the links off of the website and learn everything that they want or Google it like you did to yep. figure mm-hmm. it all out. Yep. Yeah. It sounds yeah rare but difficult. But I've I've seen my aunt raise a child with a genetic disorder herself, and like she doesn't seem to regret a single thing about it. Like she's so happy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But like it has to be really rewarding. Oh like, yeah, definitely. Despite the challenges, like you're still like doing everything in your power to make sure that he has a normal life. Yeah. Which that's mm-hmm. very commendable, right there. Yeah, it's and and he's so young. I mean, I just. I just live in the moment, though. Like, I'm not going to think about too far mm-hmm. ahead. So we'll see what, you know, I mean, but... Maybe we could check enjoy. back in in, like, 20 years and see yeah. how he's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll have um, some treatments. 
Yeah. Actually, I just listened to this episode of a podcast I listened to, Stuff You Should Know Today. And they mm-hmm. talked about personalized medicine where they like, go in and like analyze your genome and like find like the right treatments for that. It's like a, it's an emerging field. And they think like within like maybe 15 to 20 years, that'd be common practice. So by then, like he might be set. It's amazing what these scientists can do. And they present, you know, on all their latest findings. Like they're injecting these rats, making these rats have Prader-Willi syndrome. And just, it's crazy what they've done. Are there, so many studies. Are there like any like, um, like prescription treatments like negates the uh, hunger feeling? There's a drug on trial. I mean, there's they're in like their third clinical trial phase, I think. And it's very, very hopeful. Oh, um, like what does this do? So yeah. it'll, and, and it'll be for the hunger part. You know, it's not going to cure Prader-Willi, mm-hmm. but it's going to hopefully help with the constant hunger. So like you like take it and like you're good for like six, three to six hours maybe, like you don't feel hunger, I don't, right? I don't do you know, know like, the what the effects frame. are? I don't know. Probably depends on age it's and all that so stuff. It's still so early and everything. Like they have to go through different population groups. But that's great that's on its way too like that's yeah so that's like what the research is funding right there is so yeah does he take any medication now he does he's on um he's on growth hormone so he he has an injection every night of Uh, um hgh human mm -hmm. growth hormone and um that just um it's not a treatment it just promotes lean muscle mass because uh, they're hungry all the time and their metabolism only works half as well as ours so Oh, there. oh, really? I, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, there's so, so much more to it. No, that is yeah. so complex. I, yeah, I, we, yeah. Then I looked sh- it up on Wikipedia too, and I read. <laughs> we'll include the, the Wikipedia the link into the show notes. Then, yeah, yeah. They're, so they, and that's that's like insult to injury. Exactly. Like yeah. we're gonna make you super hungry and make you have a slow metabolism. Yeah. So the growth hormone really just the studies that they do on it it's just shown across the board that it's like liquid gold i mean like it promotes lean muscle mass helps them grow taller because usually they're short statured overweight oh, very yeah. obese um well if you keep this up he might be an really athlete in high school like. now yeah he is he's um he's getting a little pudgy but um, <laughs> but no he's he's some of these it's, some situations are not or not ideal, but mm-hmm. it seems like you have everything under control, and you seem to know what you're doing. That's for sure. Maybe yeah, it, it helps. Are you uh, considering like doing like like going to like help out any future families that have this issue by any chance, or just fundraise? I would, yeah. And when there's a new family that I hear of in our area, I'm like try to contain my excitement. <laughs> I don't want to scare them away, but I love that. You know, like I love reaching out to yeah. them and um, letting them know. You know. It's gonna be all right. Yeah, all the yeah, because it's such a scary time. There's a there's a brand new family in Baton Rouge that I've reached out to, and um, she just got home from the NICU, so uh, they're just you, in a different part of it than I am mm-hmm. right now. So, do you do um, any like are there like any like meetups that you go to like like you like meet up with other parents of? Yeah, well, I mean, some of them have become like my very best friends, like this. You know, this family in Luling, I mean, we just hang out just because now, not because <laughs> yeah. our kids have Prader Willi. Yeah. So, and yeah. well, and it's like you become a counselor too, almost for people. Yeah. It's, it's good to have people of so much situation to get vent with. So, mm-hmm. yeah. There's always somebody out there that's done, you know, been through it. So, yeah. It's just like cool. a circle of giving back. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. somebody gave back to you and then you're giving back to them. And just exactly mm-hmm. like why we wanted to talk to you about going. this on the podcast. It's like, 
to hear like about having a raising a kid with a disability is one thing to raise a kid and then go out and like put yourself out there and mm-hmm. make a difference is even even better. It's, yeah, it's I, I really enjoy it though. It's just my passion. So And uh, what's the website again? Runningforcade.com. Runningforcade.com. All right, yeah. And I'll I'll be there this year. Cool, I like running five nice. Ks. Yeah, the last time I ran the Super Cooper and I placed third in my age group. Hopefully, I'll place first oh, year. Yeah, I haven't ran in months though, so. Super Cooper. Didn't get a medal, did you? I love uh, Super Cooper. Actually, I think Cooper. I did get a medal for that one. I did oh, get a medal. Okay. Yeah. So him and I both have medals so now. You do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did get a medal for that one. Actually, Super Cooper John Fontenot, the yeah, director. He's cool. We've, yeah, he's, yeah. He coached me in my first five K. Like how to. He he's really so me. hardcore. I've been like. <laughs> yeah, like he's such a hardcore hardcore runner. He's in like super or ultra marathons. I think is what he's done. Yeah, yeah. It's a little crazy. We used to be in a running club with him. <laughs> he's that's really. Yeah. That's, I could never do that. No. Nor would I want to. <laughs> Maybe we should interview him next, just about his ultra marathoning. Probably. <laughs> yeah. And then we're he's he's doing race wife. promoting right now too, because theirs is in March. Yeah, okay. we're actually we're trying to get an interview with his wife because she she's behind the. Uh, Super like her, she does half the Super Cooper, and she also owns her own business. So yeah, trying to get an interview yeah, with it. She's, yeah, she's really cool too. The Fontenot's are so cool. I know. And I'm, yeah, that's crazy. I'm yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can like barely take care of myself now. I don't know how, <laughs> how you have three children and you know you don't take you care of like, yourself anymore. I, yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Though. No, but they're a great family. They, um, I met them when Cade was in the NICU because all the proceeds from their race benefit Terrible General's NICU. So uh, it's great. All right. Well, then uh, I guess everybody should check out, just forget the name of the website. Running for Cade. Runningforcade.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank great. you for Thanks. your time. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to put on my running shoes and I'm going to run for a great cause. It's Running for Cade and it's on May 28th in Houma, Louisiana. Yep. And you can register at runningforcade.com. And guess what? What? You can find out more about Cade and his genetic disorder. Through the Foundation for Potter Willie Research or FPWR, which is the main nonprofit that Megan and her family works for. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is fpwr.org. Oh, and hey, uh, before we move on to the rest of these credits, I want to give a shout out to a fellow podcaster Ooh. I met with. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. His Where? name is uh, Cooper. He's from uh, Unquote, Unquoted Podcast. Nice. Yeah, I met with him in New Orleans. He's another Louisiana-based podcaster. As far as I know, probably the, the only other one in the state. I'm sure there's more. Yeah, so. but if you are, give us a shout out. Tell us. Yeah. We love Louisiana. And make sure to hop on over to our website, www.everydaysuperhumans.com, to check out all of our podcast episodes. And you can find out our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and just follow us everywhere. <laughs> yeah, become our, become our stalker. We invite you to do it. It's okay. We love everyone. Everyday Superhumans is produced by Caroline and Kyle, and music is by Alex Allen. Remember, not every hero can fly, so grab your cape and let's go. Under pressure. Mm, Baba. Bad at it.
How many copyright claims do we get for singing all these songs? <laughs> it's like when you have a microphone in front of you, you want to sing songs. <laughs> it's like, why am I speaking? <laughs>